is good. Praise God. Well, God is good all the time. And uh, welcome, Tabernacle family, and uh, welcome to all those who are viewing uh, online uh, this evening to our interactive Bible study. Uh, this is going to be part two of Jerusalem, whose land is it anyway? Um, and uh, we're going to be uh, looking at a lot more scripture concerning um, uh, this Jewish land. I know there is a lot of controversy. See that uh, the Jews, um, God has finished with the Jews. Mm. It's not the same Jews um, that are there, that were there uh, 2,000 years ago. Well, obviously, it's not the same Jews, but are they uh, uh, Jews? And there's just so much um, uh, bantering that is going on on social media concerning um, uh, the Jews at the moment and what's happening there in the Middle East with the uh, Palestinians and uh, Israel. Um, but we're not going to be looking at what is going on there, uh, the war, who is right, who is wrong. Um, we know that in the scriptures when Israel uh, does wrong, when God's people did wrong, God dealt with them severely. It is very, very clear. And um, it is sad when you see some Zionists, Christians, uh, Christian Zionists, as though Israel cannot do any wrong. And um, Israel should be called out when they do wrong. Um, but the reason why, I guess, people don't do that because they will be um, criticized as being anti-Semitic. And you don't have to be anti-Semitic when, when Israel does wrong. Um, but I mean, I we 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 support Israel. We stand yeah. uh, uh, for Israel, um, uh, and um, because of what the Bible says, and um, we can look at all the other things that are going on because it's very clear on our um, uh, terrestrial stations, news stations, what they're doing um, in in showing all the deaths that's taking place, but no one is uh, talking about the, um, the tunnels um, and where Hamas is firing their um, rockets from, uh, build up civilian areas. They've got all their tunnels in hospitals and mosques and churches and, and, uh, and people's apartments. And uh, they are warned to flee. And, uh, but this wicked uh, group of people, um, Hamas, is forcing the people to actually stay so that they can um, create a real propaganda uh, machine against Israel, which we are seeing today on our um, television screen. Without any further ado, we're going to get straight into this study. Again, Jerusalem, whose land is it? And Pastor Paul is going to open us up in prayer. Mm -hmm. Amen. Heavenly Father, we just worship you again. We thank you for this opportunity, Lord, that we can come into your presence. Lord, we just invite your Holy Spirit to be here with us because Father, your word says how good and pleasant it is yes, when brethren dwell together in unity. And Father, even though we're touching topics that Father may um, cause some people to be uncomfortable, but Lord, we invite your Holy Spirit, Father, to be present here and present with your people. That Father, we will not go by how we feel, 
or our own assumptions, but God, we will go by your word. Because Father, we thank you that your word is the final authority yes. in everything that we do and that we stand for. Yes. So Father, we say, have your way in this teaching. Open up your word to the hearts of your people. Open the hearts of your people, Lord, to, to hear your Holy Spirit this evening. Lord, not to hear us, but to hear your Holy yes, Spirit Lord. and your work, your word speaking into their hearts. Lord, we just thank you for what you're going to do this evening in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In part one of uh, this teaching, uh, we looked at the first half um, dealing with the um, just historical documents, uh, documentation concerning um, uh, the Jewish people, who they are, who the Palestinians are, and uh, the land as well of, um, of Jerusalem. And, uh, uh, and this, that, that second part of that um, um, uh, part one, we went, went into the scriptures and um, to see what the Bible says. Well, uh, this part two, we're going to be going more into the scriptures. Now, there's a lot, lot that is being said concerning the Jews that are there in the land, that they are not Jews. And, um, and so if they are not Jews, and if the Bible then, uh, there are a myriad, which we're going to look at a lot of scripture, a myriad of scriptures that foretold, prophesy that uh, the Jews will regather back in their homeland, so if those people who are supposed to be the Jews are not the Jews, then the scriptures that we're going to be looking at, when is that supposed to come about? Because what has happened uh, to date is, is a miracle. Uh, when you think um, a people that has been dispossessed from their land for 2,000 years, there is no nation in history ever that has been dispossessed from their land, that has returned back to their land with their language and their culture, that has been preserved out of the land that they were once in. And, um, and again, there is proof that the Jews has been in the land of Israel um, for well over 3,000 years. I think they're the only group of people that has got such a detailed mm. history and, and archaeology evidence um, of them being there in the land. It's all there. So let, let, let's go straight into this. Um, again, if you've got any questions, um, any comments, please send in your comments, send in your questions. Even if you disagree, let us know why you disagree with Scripture. Okay, we want to keep it biblically based, and this is what we're going to be looking at. Okay, and... Um, We'll welcome your comments and your uh, questions and your disagreements. Okay. Jerusalem, whose land is it? Part two. What the Bible says. The Americans, British and Arab states can debate whatever Middle East peace plan they want. But nothing can change this preeminent fact. Israel is entitled to the land it has and has been for over 3,000 years. It says so in the most historically accurate document in history, the Bible. And, uh, I mean, the Bible is where a lot of the archaeologists go concerning uh, the Middle East to find out about the pyramids, the, the, the pharaohs. and They go to the Bible. It's authentic. Mm. Um, it's an accurate document. 
And so, uh, again, the scriptures document the people of the book, uh, the Jewish people being there in Israel. And, um, and it also talks about the Arab people as well and, um, and where they came from and where they went. It, it is detailed there. Okay, let's say. Uh, the land of Israel was given by God to the descendants of Abraham. In the book of Genesis, God appeared to Abraham and said, I will assign this land to your offspring. That's in Genesis chapter 15, verses 18 to 21. And we looked at that in part one. In this passage, God made a covenant, an agreement or contract with Abraham. He repeats this covenant is eternal and unconditional throughout the Bible. What is the Bible have to say about the return of the Jews to their homeland. Mm. A special term from the Hebrew Bible is used to describe the process of returning to the land, aliyah, which means to ascend. Or to go up to Jerusalem. It was used in ancient times in reference to Jewish pilgrims ascending to Jerusalem for the three great biblical feasts of Passover, Pentecost, and Tabernacles. Thus, the process of making Aliyah today is seen as having spiritual significance beyond the physical act of return. Mm. The Bible, let's see what the Bible has to say about the modern day return of the Jewish people to their ancient homeland, the land of Israel. There are two returns. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 11 and verse 11. It shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand against the second again the second time to recover the remnant of his people who are left from Assyria and Egypt, from Pathros and Cush, from Elam and Shinar, from Hamath and the islands of the seas. This indicates there would be a day when God would rise, so would raise his hand a second time to gather the children of Israel to their homeland. The first return was predicted by the prophet Jeremiah to take place after Israel had been in captivity for 70 years. That's in Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 10. Yes. And also in Ezra chapter 1 verse 1 happened precisely as foretold. After 500 years of intermittent and partial sovereignty in the land, the Jewish people were once again dispersed under the Roman Empire in AD 70. After 2,000 years, they have now returned and reestablished their sovereignty. Now, this is, this is documented very well, that um, the Jewish people uh, 2,000 years ago, uh, when Rome now was uh, uh, ruling it, uh, um, Jerusalem, uh, that they were dispersed. Um, again, Roman, uh, the Titus uh, captain came in and uh, took about... I think it's about two, one million, I think it was kind of like slaughtered, one million were um, taken. And there you had the great uh, uh, dispersion of the Jews. They were carried away um, to different parts of the world. Um, a good amount went to the um, Europe side, um, Russia, we're going to be looking at that, um, and around that area. And um, at the Ashkenaz Jews um, from the, the, the European side, and others were just dispersed all over the world. And so they remain out of the land 
of Israel, although there were a few that were been there since every uh, generation, um, but the majority of them were dispersed throughout all the nations of the world. So you imagine, after 2,000 years old, uh, 2,000 years um, being dispersed from the land, obviously they were in other nations, they, uh, some of them intermarry with uh, those people, but um, uh, DNA can actually trace, and not only the DNA, wherever the Jews were dispersed, whatever nation they were dispersed, they always kept themselves in a colony, colony and um, they preserved their religion. They preserved their rituals, and uh, that's why anywhere in the world where there are Jewish people, you will find those Jewish people, uh, they have preserved their heritage, their religion, and uh, they have been coming back uh, to uh, Israel, and we're going to look some more into that. No other people group has managed to survive two great exiles, much less one that was 2,000 years long, yeah. and then return to re-establish national sovereignty. The second return is from all nations. This second return was to be from every nation where they had been dispersed. Jeremiah chapter 16 and verses 14 to 15 says, Therefore, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that it shall no more be said, the Lord lives who brought up the children of Israel from the land of Egypt. But the Lord lives who brought up the children of Israel from the land of the north. I want us to pay attention to this because this is to do with the question, are the Jews um, that are living in Israel, are they Jewish? And um, this verse is very, very powerful. If you can just continue just to read okay. uh, that. The, but the Lord lives who brought up the children of Israel from the land of the north and from all the lands where he had driven them. Right. So um, the Lord is prophesying through Jeremiah saying there's coming a time when they will say uh, the Lord who lives who brought up uh, the children of Israel from the land of Egypt. No more would they be saying that, but the Lord who brought are the children of Israel from the land of the north. Now we know, uh, and everyone knows about Egypt, and the time that the, uh, uh, the children of Israel were, uh, the Jews were there in Egypt, and then they were in bondage for just over 400 years. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so you see lots of films about that. But here the Holy Spirit is saying, the time is coming when they said that, um, um, they're going to be talking about the Lord bringing uh, the children of Israel from the land of the north. Mm -hmm. Now, in a lot, lot of commentary, uh, a lot of commentary are saying that is, um, that is uh, Iran, Babylon, where they were there for 70 years. Mm -hmm. But I, I beg to differ uh, because um, not only in these writings that we are looking at, the scriptures, uh, talks about the land of the north, but also uh, from the furthest part of the earth, they will be coming back. All the lands, you said. All the lands. And so there has been, I don't think there's been a time in history where they have said that, oh, God has brought us out from Egypt. Mm -hmm. If you look at 
the map of the world. We were trying to get a map of the world on uh, the screen, but we just couldn't uh, do that. If you look at the map of the world, you look at Israel, directly north of Israel, just go directly north of Israel, you're going you're gonna to see Russia. So from 1820 to 1920, um, you had 2 million Jews that left Russia, and most of them went to the United States of America, and uh, others went uh, back to their homeland under the Ottoman Empire rule. And, um, and the Spirit of God here is prophesying through Jeremiah that they will say this. But not only that, when the Iron Curtain was brought down uh, under Gorbatrov, uh, I think that was in 1989, you had again um, hundreds of thousands mm -hmm. of Jews that were that left mm -hmm. or most of them um, were helped out of Russia by the church and we're going to look at a scripture where it says that this would happen that the Gentiles would have um, the non-Jewish people will have a hand in and the Bible talks about fishing hunting uh, the Jews mm. out and uh, paying uh, for their trip back to Israel. I remember back in the early, uh, was in the 90s, that we were part of that. Um, it was called Jabotinsky, uh, which he was um, a person back in the Holocaust that saved so many uh, Jewish people. We uh, were part of doing that. And, um, and this is where the scripture comes in. Again, directly north, directly north of Jerusalem. If you go up, you will see Ukraine, and then you will see Russia. And so people are saying, well, the Jews um, that are there now are not the Jews um, that the Bible is talking about. Yes, it is, because uh, prophecy uh, has been uh, uh, and still is being uh, fulfilled, that the greater part of the Jewish uh, 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 people came from Russia, again, from 1820 to 1920. Two million, two million, again, left Russia, went to the United States, and uh, there are those that uh, uh, went to uh, Israel, oh, not, not many, but from the um, the Iron Curtain, or 1947, or 1948, when Israel became a nation, mm -hmm. a great more uh, uh, of them uh, became to uh, come back to Israel. And today you have some 8,480,000-plus uh, 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 Jews in the land of Israel. And as I said, um, there are a myriad of scriptures, myriad of scriptures that, that tells us that uh, God would regather mm -hmm. 
his people from wherever, wherever they are in the world, they will come back. Let's look at some more scripture. Again, if you've got some uh, queries, questions, disagreements, please send them in and we'll do our best to answer those. So he said, from all the lands where he, God, had driven them, for I will bring them back into their land, which I gave to their fathers. And Jeremiah 23 and verse 3 said, But I will gather the remnant of my flock out of the countries where I have driven them, and bring them back to their foes, and they shall be fruitful and increase. And, and, and this is amazing because, um, as we mentioned in the first uh, part one, that... Um, under the Ottoman Empire and uh, 2,000 years, the land had been barren, absolutely barren. And, and there's been, there are prophecies in scriptures that tells us that the, the, the land will produce fruits and it will go to the nations of the world. Jaffa oranges. Mm. Look at that, it's gone to the nations of the world. It says that the, the forest shall bloom you, you got, uh, what is it, tulips, tulips, uh, 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 that uh, from uh, 1948, from 1948, that the land just began to bloom and became fertile as the Jews were returning to the land. Prophecy began to unfold. But before then, the land just was barren. Nothing that was done on the land. Even when the United Nations voted that um, Israel uh, should be uh, made a state and, and go back to their homeland, um, they, they sent someone from Britain to look at the field. And he came back and reported that they were starved to death because nothing can grow. Nothing can grow there on the land. The Arabs were living in the higher part of the mountains of, of, of Israel. And so they just end up selling the lower plains uh, to the Jews. But as they began, the Jewish people began to cultivate the land. All of a sudden, it came alive, just as the Bible says. So all of this talk about the Jewish people that are there now are not the Jewish people that the Bible is talking about. That, that is just uh, a replacement theology. I know it's proliferated throughout the church. And I know that there's a lot of hatred again uh, concerning the Jewish people in the church. I mean, you've got it in the world, in the church, saying that God has no, uh, there's, there's no more prophecies concerning the Jewish people. So have you, has, have you ripped out um, uh, Romans uh, chapter 9, 10, and 11? Uh, because obviously you have not read it. If you believe that uh, God has no more dealing with the Jews, prophecies over the church has replaced Israel, then I'm sure you're skipping over Romans 9, 10, and 11. Detailed, it's clear that God has not finished uh, uh, with his people. Okay, we have Jeremiah chapter 31 and verses 7 to 8. For thus says the Lord, sing with gladness for Jacob and shout among the chief of the nations, Proclaim, give praise, and say, O Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. Verse 8 says, Behold, I will bring them from the north country and gather them from the ends of the earth. 
among them the blind and the lame, the woman with child and the one who labors with child together, a great throng return there. So here's a second scripture that validates again from the north country. And it's not talking about Babylon. It's talking about Russia, where the majority, the large proportion of Jews uh, uh, were. And again, in 1989, you had, if not hundreds of thousands, were coming out of uh, Russia mm. and uh, returning back or be taken back to Israel. Okay. Over the past 120 years or so, more than 3.5 million Jews have immigrated to the land of Israel from all over the world, from the north, south, east, south, east and west, in literal fulfillment of God's promise. Isaiah 43 verses 5 to 6 says, Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your descendants from the east and gather you from the west. Mm. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not keep them back. Bring my sons from afar, my daughters from the ends of the earth. And that is still going on to this very day. Um, Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verses 2 to 4 says, um, Now it shall come to pass when all these things come upon you, the blessings and the cursings which I have set before you, and you call them to mind among all the nations where the Lord your God drives you and you return to the Lord your God and obey his voice according to all that I have commanded you today, you and your children with all your heart and with your soul, that the Lord your God will bring you back from captivity and have compassion on you and gather you again from all the nations where the Lord your God has scattered you if any of you are driven out of the far, out to the farthest part under heaven, from there the Lord your God will gather you, and from there he will bring you back. Now, you may be wondering, why did God scatter the Jews? Because of their disobedience. Uh, the Jews constantly uh, went back uh, 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 against God's laws, against his statutes, against his ways, and and uh, God, uh, you know, prophesied uh, through his servants that when you do that, he will scatter you. They will warn. Uh, but um, God says, my people are stubborn people. And they, they end up turning away from God and turning to idolatry. And as a result of that, they were scattered. Um, the last time, as we mentioned, they were scattered was in AD 70. And, um, and that was because they rejected the Lord Jesus Christ as the Messiah. And uh, Christians, too, were still going to the temples when they didn't need to carry out all the um, sacrifices. And that temple was completely destroyed to show that there is no need for sacrifice because Jesus completed everything. And um, and again, AD 70, again, it's remarkable, 2,000 years being out of your nation. There's wow. e even the, um, the, um, the Atlantic uh, slave trade where um, millions of Africans were taken uh, from their homeland. And um, 
and they lost their language. When you think the Jewish people, 2,000 years out from their homeland, dispersed to the ends of the earth, came back. And, and a nation reborn mm. and the language preserved, culture preserved. Today, when you go to those African nations, whether they were colonized by France, they speak in French. Mm. English, they speak in English. Portugal. Portuguese mm. uh, 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 and so forth. Spain, yeah. uh, uh, but the Jewish people, that this is remarkable. This is a miracle. And it, it, it's so sad that Christians are, are closing their ears. They, they're living in complete denial. And anyone can look at history and, and, and study this for themselves. But we are told that in the last days, uh, the hatred for the Jews is going to increase. And the time is coming uh, where um, all nations will turn against Israel. And the Bible tells us two-thirds two-thirds of the Jewish people will be wiped out. Um, so a worse person than Haman, than mm -hmm. Hitler, uh, uh, will arise. And um, the world will stand by and watch this happen. Um, it beggars belief that um, this could happen again. And although the Jewish people's always having uh, reminders of the Holocaust, uh, to remind the people that uh, that would just not make any difference whatsoever. Wow. Okay. Psalms chapter 107, verses 2 to 3. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the land of the adversary and gathered from the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Again, we're looking at, there is just a myriad, a plethora of, of scriptures prophesying the regathering of the Jews back to their homeland. Okay, then we have um, Isaiah chapter 11. Then it will happen on that day that the Lord will again recover the second time with his hand, the remnant of his people who will remain from Syria, Assyria, Egypt, Pathros, Cush, Elam, Shinar, Hamath, and from the islands of the sea. And he will lift up a so stand. All, so all of these are, uh, 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 it's all Africa really here. Uh, so it, it, it shows mm -hmm. again, uh, not only just to the ends of the earth, but all over mm -hmm. uh, Africa, they were dispersed as yes. well. And, uh, and the Holy Spirit prophesying through Isaiah that there will be a regathering back. And he will lift up a standard for the nations and assemble the banished ones of Israel and will gather the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth. Mm. Isaiah 11, verse 11. And then we have Jeremiah 29, verse 14. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes and will gather you from all the nations, from all the places where I have driven you, declares the Lord. And I will bring you back to the place from where I sent you into exile. Wow. Okay, we can just skip um, most you can, of the scriptures. You can look at Jeremiah 31, verse 10, yeah. Isaiah 32, 37, Ezekiel 11, verse 17, 
Ezekiel 34 and verse 13, Ezekiel 36 verse 26, Ezekiel 37 verse 21, um, Ezekiel 39, 27 to 28, it's quite a lot of scriptures, mm. and Zephaniah 3 verse 20. We place these scriptures here just for you to see uh, the word of God concerning the uh, regathering of the Jews back to their homeland, since there is uh, a lot of arguments to say that's not the Jews and, and it's not the Jewish land and, and, and so forth. And uh, again, this historical document called the Bible, um, it's, it's, it's very accurate. And it, it, it shows you the, the uh, Jewish people being in the land of Israel uh, for over, well over, well over 3,000 years. And um, all the archaeological finds are, are there. Um, and if you've been to Israel, I don't know if you've been to Israel, we've been to Israel twice, you can see all the archaeological find, the city of David, it's all there. You can see yes. the ruins of the, the, the Herod's temple there in Jerusalem. Um, the rubble is still there. And it's almost every month there is a new find by archaeologists um, concerning uh, the Jews being in the land. It's all there. But you're not seeing this on terrestrial uh, news station. You got to, um, if you don't go there yourself, then you do your own research to find out that, hey, these people's been in the land um, uh, all these years. And what has happened? Obviously, people don't know the Bible. Uh, they don't understand that uh, they were dispersed uh, to the ends of the earth. And so they're finding them in, in India. They're finding them in parts of Africa. Um, they're finding them in parts of Ethiopia. And uh, I believe it's in 89, you had the uh, Ethiopian Jews being returned um, back to, to Israel. Um, and uh, there, there, there are um, documents on that on the, on the web and photos of that taking place. Okay. A banner to the nations. The regathering of the Jewish people to their land is depicted as God's banner to the nations. In Isaiah 11, verse 12, he said, he will set up a banner for the nations and will assemble the outcast of Israel and gather together the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth. A banner was often a rallying point in military operations and was carried to, uh, uh, I'm sorry, and was carried to lead information, lead a formation but often bore the name of or image of that army's God. Using the symbolism, the Hebrew prophet Isaiah considered the ingathering as a proclamation of God's name and his character to the nations. Ezekiel mm. 28, 25. The return is not based on merits. The Mosaic covenant was clear that living in the land of Israel was a benefit of walking in obedience with God. Yes. And that even after exile, repentance would lead to Israel's return. However, the Hebrew prophet spoke of a day when God would sovereignly gather his children back to the land, not because of anything they had done, but to be a witness to the Gentiles and to vindicate his name. The timing was up to him, Psalms 102, verse 13. He would do it in Jeremiah 23, verse 3. And he would even use the Gentiles to make it happen. Isaiah chapter 49, verses 22 to 23. And this is where we now talk about and we look at the scriptures that 
tells us that God will use the Gentiles, the non-Jewish people, which there were a, a, a myriad of uh, different Christian organizations, especially when the Iron Curtain fell in 1989, that um, uh, Russia uh, was hoping uh, uh, for Jews to come out. And so God placed it on the hearts of a number of groups of people and Christians and organizations and churches to help the Jews come out of uh, Russia and uh, take them back to uh, Israel. And there is a scripture. Isaiah chapter 49, verses 22 to 26. Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will lift my hand in an oath to the nations and set up my standard for the people. They shall bring your sons in their arms and your daughters shall be carried on their shoulders. Mm. Jeremiah 16, verse 16 says, Behold, I will send for many fishermen, says the Lord. So these are the groups and organizations, the non-Jewish groups and organizations, really. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some Jewish groups, but there was a lot of Christian groups. Yeah. As the Bible says, non-Jewish people will do that. And they shall fish them, and afterwards I will send for many hunters, and they shall hunt them from every mountain and every hill and out of the holes of the rock. And there are still Christian organizations that are, are going into nations um, and they're discovering um, uh, Jewish people in those nations that, that uh, uh, still have their religion, keeping uh, the, the, the Jewish laws in those nations that uh, are not in the Middle East. And they are bringing them out of those nations back to Israel, just as the Bible says. Yeah. So again, we, 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 we're looking at that question very clearly, as a lot of people are saying, and even I'm, hear, I'm hearing it from the church, Christians as well, that the Jews that are there are, are not Jewish people. So the prophecy then that we've just, or the prophecies of scriptures we've just been reading that God will bring them out. So when is that going to take place if those Jewish people are not Jewish? So where are those Jews that are supposed to, according to the word of God, return back to um, Israel? If the Jews are in Israel, are not the true Jews. Can, can someone please uh, uh, send in a, a comment and, and answer me that question? Because we've just been looking at uh, miracle scriptures that have taken place and are still taking place. And although a lot of uh, American people talk about the Ashkenazi Jews, uh, and, but the Bible says from everywhere, and they are coming from everywhere. Not many people know about the, the, the time the Ethiopian Jews, when we went to Israel, we were shocked to see so many Ethiopian Jews. And we were told that they, they kept the law even better than those that were in Israel when they were in Ethiopia. They were persecuted in Ethiopia. They were in a, an era of Ethiopia where they were suffering. And, and, and God used the uh, Israeli government to um, uh, take them out of, of that part. I think it was called Operation Solomon, mm -hmm. where thousands were taken out from um, uh, Ethiopia and you know there's some things that were done wrong um, uh, by the uh, Israeli government to the women and that is wrong 
Um, some of you may know that, and that should be that should be called out. And and God deals and and he he punishes his people. God punishes his people when they do wrong. Although they've rejected the Messiah, they're not saved unless they receive Jesus Christ as their personal savior. But God still has a covenant. And the time is coming where the time of the Gentiles will be over and uh, the door will be open for Jewish people uh, to be saved because of what God would do. Yes. God vindicates his name because it has been profaned, profaned before the nations through the disobedience and exile of his people, as in Ezekiel 36, verse 22. He would demonstrate his holiness, Ezekiel 36, verse 22 to 23, and his faithfulness, whether his children are deserving or not. Mm. It reflects his love and mercy towards them. Isaiah 60, verses 8 to 10 says, as well, also, as well as towards the world, he plans to redeem and fill with his truth and glory for eternity. Psalm 102, verses 16 to 22. What is happening in... Um, Judea and Samaria, the West Bank uh, with Israel, I, I really believe this is a major turning point um, in prophecy because if the IDF uh, managed to, let's say, wipe out Hamas, Biden, when he went to um, Israel, mentioned the mistake that America made when they went into Iraq and after uh, destroying ISIS, is it ISIS? No, um, after driving out Saddam Hussein, um, they didn't put any government there and that's where ISIS came up. And, and Biden warned, says, America made a mistake. Don't make that mistake. So. Whatever plans that uh, the Israeli government may have after taking out a mass, I, I really do believe we're going to see a huge pressure from the world for Israel then to create a two-party state because Israel cannot obviously stay in the West Bank. Um, and so when they manage to drive out, or if they manage to literally drive out um, the uh, Hamas, I mean, the Palestinian leader there, I mean, we will see what will happen. But again, um, the world is going to demand a two-party state. And we know what the Bible says about that. If you read the Bible in the book of um, uh, not, um, Joel, that anyone who divides the land Anyone that divides the land of Jerusalem, God says, I will divide their land. It's God's land. It's God's name. And he gave it to the Jewish people. And um, once again, as the Bible says, Israel is a cup of trembling. The world don't know what to do. But because of the ongoing successful propaganda uh, of, 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 of many uh, people in, in schools and colleges and university mm -hmm. um, to turn against Israel, to boycott Israeli goods. 
and then to show these pictures um, of, of, of babies and, and, and women that have been uh, uh, bombed. Uh, and uh, uh, this is having an effect on many people because they're not seeking the truth behind what's happening. They're going about what they're being shown. And that's why I mentioned that Israel has lost the propaganda war. Um, and we mentioned many nations over um, the, uh, the decades that has had genocides uh, uh, done and, and no one um, showed anything. No one yeah. protested. Um, and the protest, the protest that is going on now for the support of the Palestinian people, um, uh, nothing wrong in that, mm -hmm. but where are the banners in those protests that are protesting against Hamas, not in my name? I've not seen one banner whatsoever. Why is that? Mm. Well, I was listening to um, a Christian um, reporter who was talking about while being in Palestine and he could see so much things that were going on there mm. um, that um, the people who wanted to leave, you know, Hamas had guns on them that they couldn't leave. And even from those who left, I mean, we're hearing about bombs hitting the south where the people were turned to go, were, were told to go by Israel. But they were saying that from there, he could see um, Hamas, you know, downstairs shooting bombs from the very place where Israel sent the people for their safety. And so when Israel then retaliates and the bomb hits, then it says, well, where can we be safe? But mm. it's because reporters aren't really reporting what's really going on. And this was a Christian reporter who was reporting that he said Hamas is shooting. He said they're shooting from hotels. He said even the very hotel they were staying in, yeah. Hamas was shooting from there. So, you know, it's what do you do in a situation like that? Yeah. But the world's media will never really tell the full story. But everyone knows that, that Hamas is hiding behind the civilians or they're living in denial. Why isn't there any banners? Why aren't there marches against Hamas? Um, because they don't want a two-party state. They want the complete destruction of the Israeli state. Mm -hmm. And so, um, Christians, if you're watching, and obviously you, you're being persuaded, some of you are being persuaded by what you are seeing on the BBC and ITV and Sky News, and uh, Israel doesn't look too good in what they are actually showing. And as a, as a result of that, obviously more and more people are going on the marches, uh, uh, and so forth. If you're one of them, uh, please send in your comments um, in, in, in what you believe, in what you think. Do you believe that God has finished with the Jewish people? Do you believe that you know the state of Israel belongs to the Jews or, or not? Um, I hope you are able to watch the first part when we talked about that and, uh, and, and there's some others that we we dealt with some years ago as well concerning um, uh, the Jewish people and, and the land of Israel belonging, belonging exclusively uh, to the Jews. Uh, J uh, Jerusalem is the, uh, is the undivided capital city of Israel um, without no question. And um, that may be stirring some uh, anger, uh, but um, um, I'm Christians. telling you what the Bible says. It's, I mean, are you disagreeing with the Bible? Are you mm. against God's word? Mm. 
as Christians, we've got to be so careful um, because the majority is not always right. The majority is never right. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, it's sometimes it, it's the few. Um, and so I think we need to be so very careful that because of especially the, the terrestrial media that we're listening to, news media we're listening to day in and day out, um, they're never telling us the truth. So we really don't know the truth of what's really going on. And mm. I was really quite surprised listening to some Christian news and listening to Christian reporters who are actually there. And it's a completely different report. Yeah. Um, you hear and you think to yourself, well, would they be making it up? Yeah. Imagine going to a terrorist orga, uh, organization for information, for truth. Uh, an organization that does not believe in the state of Israel. I mean, don't you think that they will be telling some lies? Don't you think they will be upping up the numbers of, of, of death? Because remember, their aim is to make Israel look bad. And so uh, these reporters from these stations, they always reported uh, the uh, Hamas uh, interior uh, uh, minister, and they say this, they say that, they say the other, this amount of people uh, have been bombed and have been killed. I mean, you're going to a terrorist organization for your accurate information as a journalist. Uh, you know, people that on the 7th of October I mean, we, we heard the atrocities that they committed, and yet you're hearing all the information that's supposed to be accurate coming from this uh, blood cult uh, uh, organization called Hamas. Um, it's, it's beggar's belief what, what uh, 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 people are taking in, but it's working yeah. because you can see the amount of... Um, uh, uh, people are, are on are marching and, and, and lo loads of people are turning against. And I know, obviously, myself talking in this way can uh, raise a lot of eyebrows, but I, but I, I think I don't... Yeah. And also in the midst of this, we, we do, as Christians, we must pray um, for the Palestinian people because they're as much a victim Absolutely. in this situation because, you know, Hamas has one ambition and that's to wipe out Israel. And they don't care how they do it. They don't care who they use. They don't care yeah. whether it's a baby or a pregnant mother or an innocent family. And so we've got to be praying for them. And also we've got to remember there are Christian Palestinians yes. and the church that are there. Um, and we need to be praying for them. Because quite a few of them has died as well. Yeah. Uh, we need to pray for them that God will preserve them and keep them, mm. you know, in the midst of all of this. Um that miracles will happen where lives will be saved in all of this. Yeah. Okay. The great act, this great act of God leads to revival. The ingathering of the Jewish people in modern times holds great promise for Israel and for the world as it heralds the soon coming of the messianic kingdom. Mm. While it is a physical return with many logistical and practical aspects, it is a sacred thing because it is building a platform for the coming of the kingdom of God. When the glory of the Lord appears, as in Psalms 102, 15 to 16, and his tabernacles with man, is with man, Ezekiel 37, 26 to 27, and Revelations 21, verse 3. Let me just read this to the last one. 
Okay, the Gentiles are called to assist in this process. That the Gentiles are called to assist in this process is an amazing and holy thing. Isaiah 66 verse 20 describes the act of Gentiles bringing God's people home, the people he loves and will use to bless the whole earth. As so sacred, it is likened to bringing an offering to the Lord. What a wonderful image depicting the biblical significance of the return of the Jews to their mm -hmm. homeland. Yeah. A number of Christians, uh, especially people of color, has um, been taken up uh, or deceived by the uh, black Israelites um, that are saying that uh, the Jews that are there are not the Jews. They're not Jews at all. And that um, uh, it's only black people um, that are are the true Jews. And so those from the Atlantic slave trade that went back or that worked in America, uh, they are uh, uh, the true Jews. And we, we made reference to wherever the Jews were dispersed throughout the nations of the world, they kept their Jewishness, Jewishness mm. and their religion, whatever part of the world that uh, they have found a Jewish group of people. Um, they've kept their Jewish state. So what the black Israelites are spouting is false, it's erroneous. It's doctrines of demons. And um, it, uh, shame, shame on Christians that are ascribing to this foolishness. Um, it just shows that, and Jesus warned, be not deceived. Throughout scripture, be not deceived. These are the last days and deception is rife. Yeah. And so many Christians are being hoodwinked, having the wall pulled over their eyes because they're not reading the scriptures. They're having their ears tickled with foolishness. And uh, now uh, they are on the wrong side of God. Judgment. There will come judgment. And God will allow strong delusion to, to, to deceive you that you would believe a lie because you no longer want the truth. You will continue to go by what you feel and what you see, not by what the word of God says. The word of God is our roadmap. It's our final authority, regardless what our eyes see, what our ears hear. If it's contrary to the word of God, then we just got to just dump that and stick. You move away from the word of God. In these last days, you will turn on your savior. And it's, I think it's, it's good to remember that, you know, throughout history, standing with God is never politically correct, mm. not in any generation. And so I think we need to be very, very mindful that we don't just move with the crowd rather than hearing what the Spirit of God is saying. Please read your Bible. Please do your own investigation, your own research. What you have heard today and two weeks ago, um, many, many hours uh, of searching, but most of all, Scripture. Scripture is our final authority. Yes. Get your nose in the Word of God. God, in there you'll find life, in there you'll find the truth. Well, I hope tonight has been a help uh, to you in one way or the other, and uh, you may have been uh, listening and paying a lot of attention. Please uh, go over this again uh, with the scriptures. 
to see if what is being said it's in its context or am I making the scripture say what I want it to say, my narrative, or, or so forth? And uh, you will discover for yourself uh, the truth. Father, I thank you this evening. I thank you, Lord God, for this teaching uh, tonight concerning, Lord, the land of Israel and who it belongs to, and what your word uh, says in spite of what we're seeing on our television screens, Lord, and hearing that is causing certain Christians to even shipwreck in their faith. Father, we pray for your mercy. You yes. warned us of the last days. You warned us of deception. Yes, Lord. Lord, help us to walk by faith and not by sight. Yes. Lord Jesus, we know that when uh, your people behaved wrongly, the Jewish people, Lord, you did not condone it. Father, you punish them. It's there in the scriptures. And Lord, but you have a covenant with them. You have not cast them off. And so we lift up the nation of Israel. We pray for Jerusalem. We pray for its borders to be secured. We pray, Father, for uh, uh, the Jewish people to have their eyes open to who their Messiah is, Yeshua HaMashiach. We pray for the precious Palestinian people, yes. Lord, that are suffering as a result of their wicked leaders. Oh, oh God, we pray yes. for these people that you bled, suffered, and died for. Father, bring this horrific uh, war to a speedy end. Lord, we pray that you will give the Israeli intelligence, Lord God, where the uh, Amas are hiding in these tunnels and the hostages that are there, Father, so that uh, a minimal amount of civilians, oh God, uh, would not be uh, uh, taken out. Father, we pray, Lord, reveal yourself uh, to the Palestinian people. Yes. Lord, we pray for protection. Yes. We pray they will come uh, uprising yes. from the Palestinian people against a mass, oh God. And Lord God, we just pray that your hand, Lord, will be over this part of uh, uh uh, uh, the Middle East and that your kingdom come and that your will be done. Father, remember your church yes. as well. Father, I pray that your church will be prayed. You will stir up intercession. You will stir up prayer because you commanded us to pray for the peace mm. of Jerusalem. And so, Father, I pray where some of your people have been sidetracked and deceived. Lord Jesus, I pray that your grace will be extended towards them and that their eyes will open and they will make a stand, yes. Lord, for your, your word, what you say in your word. Mm. And they will not be cowards, Lord Jesus. I pray that you will move in such a powerful way in the life of your church and shake yeah. up your church. We pray for revival. Yes. We pray for a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Oh God, where your church will have fresh fire, yes. zeal, and passion for the things of God to get the gospel outside of the four walls yes. of their building. Lord, we pray, and 
empower your church yes, with sir. such an anointing where there's supernatural miracles, signs and wonders, and that we will see even in the uh, Muslim Islamic community, yes. Lord, tens of thousands coming to know you yes. as their personal Savior. Amen. We pray for the for Ishmael, yes. Lord God, generation, that you would reveal yourself, Amen. Lord Jesus, uh, uh, to these group of people, Lord, that needs you. Bless them, Lord. Bring a revival right across this nation, yes. from the north to the south, to the east Amen. and the west. Amen. And we will give you all the glory yes. and all the praise. In Jesus' anointed name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Once again, thank you for joining us uh, uh, tonight. And um, God willing, we're back on this platform next week, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Let somebody know about it as well. And also share uh, this with someone that uh, uh, needs to hear uh, uh, about this teaching. And uh, Sunday, again, if you um, would like to join us at 11 a.m., uh, we're here in uh, North Kensington, uh, and 210 Latimer Road. Please uh, uh, come and join us if you haven't got a fellowship. If you're not worshipping anywhere, why not try and come here? If you're too far away, when, then watch us on uh, this platform. Interact with us. Let us know what you think. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for what you're sending in. May God continue to bless you. Well, from us here in Tabernacle Christian Center and Pastor Paul and myself, uh, we say very good God bless. Amen. Bye.